Welcome to Prim and Prosper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. So Marinella, 2021 is almost over. Can you believe it? You know, I will believe it when it happens. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm kind of holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording this on December 28th, so hopefully um, 2022 happens for us. Otherwise, we're in for some really big catastrophe in the next few days. Yeah, that's a different podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The last podcast. <laughs> that would be a thrilling one. Um, so like everyone, I think it's a time of year where we're thinking about resolutions. I wanted to start off by asking you, are, you know, what is your relationship with resolutions? Do you typically set New Year's resolutions or are you someone who doesn't do it? Like what's your philosophy on them? I've always been pretty like defiant of a resolution only because I have in the past had problems deciding what I want for myself. So instead of like deciding what I want for myself, I just kind of felt like it's such a pushy thing to have to pick a resolution, you know, so I just always kind of hated it. But now that I'm kind of figuring out more what I want, the idea seems a little more welcoming. Hmm. So I used to do resolutions every year, and I think I was pretty lofty with them and fell short, and so I stopped doing resolutions because I figured they were pointless. But really, I think my hiccup or the, the drawback was just setting too lofty of a goal. So this year, I am embracing the concept of resolutions, and I'm trying to be more realistic with them. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm aiming for this year. Have you decided on what those are going to be? Or are you one of the people that need it to be like set and like done by the first? Or are you kind of like, oh, I can get around to it like sometime? Um, I have decided what they're going to be partially because I knew we were going to record this podcast episode and I wanted to share them uh, at the end of you know 2022 perhaps we can reflect back and laugh about how many of these I either probably missed but maybe I make a couple so yeah I have set, set them already and they're kind of in I don't know like different buckets if you will like I've got one that's more of a fitness health related I have one that's more kind of education development related and then one that kind of relates to my relationships so that's how I have set mine up how about you though do you have set goals resolutions already or not yet mine are kind of loosely set like I know like what I kind of want and in, in general but I don't know like the specific way I'm gonna get there so for me I guess I want my resolutions to be like small things that will get me to where I want to be instead, whereas instead of having like this general idea. So I think maybe maybe by talking about this kind of stuff, it'll really kind of narrow it down. Yeah. Well, I feel as though, and this is perhaps like in goal setting, these are terms I've heard used, but I think they apply to resolutions because resolutions are kind of just goals that you set on January 1st. One is that goals can be kind of outcome-based, which I think is what most of us think about. Like, I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to read X amount of books. I want to, like, some sort of outcome. But I also know that goals can be 
behavior based. So I want to work out three times a week. I want to right. So it's like you're you're setting your goal to a certain behavior that you want to see, and it probably will lead to a certain outcome, right? Like if you exercise so many times a week and you need to lose weight, you'll probably lose some weight. But it's your goal isn't to lose the weight; it's to you know develop the habit of a behavior or stop doing a behavior that's bad for you. Uh, so I have a like a little bit of mix of those because in the past I've only done outcome-based goals. It's like I have an end result in mind and I want to accomplish that end result. And that's not always work for me. So I'm trying to mix in a couple of more habit-forming goals for this year. And with that idea, I'll start off with my first one, sharing it. I would like to exercise predominantly lift three times a week. That's my goal, three times a week. If I do more, great. And I'm going to be like lenient with myself and forgiving. If there's weeks that I don't hit those three, that's okay. The idea is to make a habit where I'm regularly hitting three times a week. That sounds like a pretty like solid start to if you're lifting three times a week, like you may feel so good that you do four or five. And the thing that I always wonder with, like, because I make fitness goals is like, is it better to be like, I'm going to lift three times a week at this set time or I'm going to do it and I'm not going to be like kind of strict about it because that's where I kind of like weigh my options. I'm like, is is this a better way to go about it or am I actually like, because me personally, I tried to set my workouts to go in the morning, but I noticed that if I miss the workout in the morning, then I don't do it in the afternoon. So is it kind of like pigeon pigeonholing myself into that? So what's your tactic on that? I, I, my gut tells me it's got to be a personal approach. Um, like if you are someone who really thrives on structure and routine and that's how you're disciplined, then I think setting a time, like I'm going to get up every morning at six and, you know, go to the gym and do it or after work or whatever it is. But if you're someone who is not good with structure and routine and you like to have a lot of flexibility in your life, then I think maybe it's leaving that flexibility. I know that's what my gut says is kind of know yourself. I know I'm very structure oriented. I do best when I have structure. So in my mind, when I've set this goal for three times a week with weightlifting, I have it for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right after work. So I'm going to head out right after work, go to the gym, lift, come back, eat dinner, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's my goal. That's probably how I would go about it. I've set a similar, not a similar uh, goal or resolution, but health-related, fitness-related to run my fastest 5K. And I don't really know how I'm going to go about it, but I know, like like you said, that's an outcome-based resolution. So I think that I'm just going to run whenever I feel slightly bored. That's what my idea is right now because I, you know, with COVID and still everything going on, typically I'm just kind of like, what do I do with my time? So that's my approach right now, which is completely opposite of what I would normally do. Hmm. 
Yeah. But I'm feeling impulsive. <laughs> I love it. Also, this time of year is a good time of year to run in Florida because the weather is much more tolerable. You don't have to get up. You know, in the summer in Florida, you have to run either really early in the morning or late at night because you just could not go outdoors and run during the daytime. It's it's not possible. You do see those people running like in the dead of the heat and you're just like, what are they doing? Right? I why? But hey, I yeah, I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I do not get it. I had thought about perhaps doing a running goal. I used to run many, many, many years ago. In fact, complete a marathon at one point. And now I could not even run a mile if I had to. Like if something were going to kill me, I would die. I I could not run a mile to save my life. Uh, so I, I thought about setting a running goal, but I, I didn't want to, again, I went back to that idea of like, am I getting too lofty by setting so many resolutions? So like my primary focus is the weightlifting. So that's what I'm going to set as the resolution. If I get to a place where I'm on a roll with that and I want to add in running later in the year, awesome. I will do it. But I don't want to like set myself up for failure on December 28th, not even in 2022 yet. Yeah, I save the dis- disappointments for February like everybody else. Um, but yeah, uh, the one thing I am happy is that I didn't really pick a fitness goal that gave me a picture of my, in my head of what I should look like. And that's normally another thing that I do too, or I, you know, mm. I kind of like look for these like motivational photos of what I kind of want to look like. But this is the first time uh, ever that I made a resolution, and I didn't even like factor in how I would look as an outcome, which I feel like is a is a pretty big moment. Yeah, that's huge. This is one of the first years. Well, granted, I haven't set resolutions the past couple of years because I knew I would fail them, but this is the first year where I didn't have a weight loss resolution um usually that's something in the back of my mind like a specific number on a scale and uh no not about not about doing that this year it's about me forming a habit with weightlifting and that's what i'm looking to do i like it thank you i like yours uh (laughs) moving on to i you know this probably does slightly fall in the realm of health i consider it more for my mental health than physical health although i know there's physical health benefits but another goal of mine is to do and this is an outcome-based goal i guess is to do 200 yoga sessions next year i just looked up um, i use the down dog app to do my sessions and I looked in it because it, it tracks all your data and I did 177 this year and perhaps counting I might get in one or two sessions before the new year so I don't feel like it's outrageous to aim for 200 that's just a little bit above what I did this year and I consider a yoga session anything more than 10 minutes because I'm really doing it more for the mental health aspect of it I do many sessions for longer But my goal is to just do like 10 minutes, feel a bit more grounded, feel a bit more present in the moment, you know, calmer. That's my goal. And I like to start my mornings that way. So like first thing I do when I wake up, don't look at my phone, don't 
look outside to see if a catastrophe hit before January 1st. Nope, just go ahead, roll out the mat and do a session. Yeah, and and yoga is also good for your physical health as well. So, I mean, you're kind of hitting two birds with one stone there. Um, when you when you say a, a more than a 10-minute session with yoga for mental health, is there like meditation involved in that too or is that separate? Um, so I find yoga to be meditative. I don't know that that's the case for everyone, but I find I really get zoned into my you know, whatever asana or pose that I'm in. So I'm like constantly thinking about like, okay, or, you know, my arms the way they should be, my, you know, hands and am I breathing properly? And so I'm like so focused and present that I just find the experience meditative. Now, I know that there's more like there's so many types of yoga and I am by no means an expert on them. And I know that there's like those power yoga studios and ones that are way more physical and athletic based and strength based and aerobic as well. I typically just do like a flow and you can change the speed of your flow on this app. It's really cool. You can do so many different types of practice, but then like the, the speed of which you do each one. And I usually go for a slower flow. So I'm really focusing on my breathing and holding a pose for a bit that's why I find it meditative yeah I might need to try that because one of my other resolutions is to incorporate meditation back into my day and I've tried it by like setting an alarm that says go meditate and for some reason it's I'm not consistently getting to the alarm every day to even turn it off so sometimes I'm like you know, I think I'm cutting myself too close on the opportunity. So maybe more of a nighttime regimen would be good. But yeah, I didn't think about yoga as an opportunity to meditate. So that could be a good change to the resolution that I've created. Hmm. So do, so you have a meditation. Is, is it just to meditate more or was there anything more specific to it? It's basically just to sit for 10 minutes and see what pops up i've tried like meditation guided meditation apps i've used um uh the 10 percent happier podcast as like a guide but i find it better for for myself to just kind of sit in silence i just don't seem to be making the, the right amount of time for it so maybe changing that up a little bit well if you want to try yoga so down dog app does cost money. I forget how much it is because I bought a yearly subscription. I started doing YouTube videos. I did yoga with Adrian, but I know that there's like a ton of other. And again, you could find all different styles of yoga, um, you know, lengths of a practice, uh, you know, anyways. So I would recommend starting on YouTube and just finding or trying out a couple and seeing if you like it before perhaps purchasing like an app or going to a class or whatever. So I think it's a good entryway. A try before you buy. I like that option. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so my next uh, New Year's resolution is to read 25 books in 2022, which previous Elizabeth, pre-COVID Elizabeth, when I used to commute and was not a toxic work environment, easily read 25 books a year because I just sat on my commute and read every day. 
COVID Elizabeth does not come you and has not made time for reading, even though I have that time. I just, I don't know. I haven't made a part of my routine. And so I, I've started to bring that back in already. And I am, I've read four or five books in the past couple months. So I'm, I'm kind of getting back into a rhythm with the reading, but I want to amp that up and, and get back into the practice of reading more. And so, yeah, 25 is like two books a month and one extra one somewhere else, I think that's totally doable for me. And you're doing it because you actually enjoy reading it or are you hoping to actually enjoy reading or you're hoping to enjoy it by the end of it? I enjoy reading. I think I just fell out of the practice of it is really all it is. Uh, And I kind of got into the habit of watching like Netflix, Hulu, binging TV. And uh, like that is such a easy way to unwind or, you know, like, un, you know, after I've had a hard day at work just to unplug from that. But I, it's so mindless TV watching. And I, yeah, I just don't find it as fulfilling as when I read. So and I do enjoy it. I just, it takes a little more effort, right? Like it, there's almost no effort to watching yeah. a Netflix show. There's a little bit of effort to reading. Yeah. I've had to really pry myself away from like Netflix and all of that. So one of my resolutions, I actually got a book from one of our friends and it is, um, it's an adventure book. It's kind of like a workbook almost, but it's to explore all of the Florida state parks and they're about 300 so i figure if i can even hit half and some of them are all in the same area too it would just be kind of cool to like start exploring what's around me because i mean i've always had this big lofty idea to travel and see like these national parks and i still want to do those things but Sometimes financially, it's not as easy to do. And I just figured this is like the perfect way for me to kind of get that muscle flowing about, you know, going out and walking and getting my photography back in gear. So I think I'm probably going to deactivate a lot of those subscriptions and focus on this book. Ah, I love this. Yes. Yeah. Ah, you will have to report back Florida State Parks. What's it called? Florida State Park. Florida State Parks Adventure Book. Um, it was a surprise gift from our friend Arielle and just really thoughtful. She she knew like this is my, my bag and you can put a picture of every place you've gone. And I do have a social media account. So I think maybe instead of posting my like, you know, 5,000 dog pictures, maybe I'll be posting some more nature shots. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. this is such a, I love this resolution for you. And for me to live vicariously through you on this resolution. I will send you the photos since I know you're not currently on any social medias. You do know me well and I do appreciate that. (laughs) I look forward to them. My next two resolutions are, I mean, one of them is kind of, again, something I started already. I just want to continue it and that's therapy. Got back into therapy a couple weeks ago. And, you know, there's more I need to do. So we're going to keep rolling into 2022 with that. And hopefully gets me to a better place um, mental health wise. And then my last resolution is, and I left this probably a little too vague and nebulous, but 
I'm okay with it being a little more vague, but it's to connect more with friends or family. I am not the greatest at that. And then during COVID, again, despite having more time, I, I feel like I've done even less of that because, I mean, part of it is I connect best in person and during COVID that's been harder. But also I just have kind of been in my own head a lot more during COVID and not, you know, connecting with others. So that is one of my resolutions. Yeah, you're not alone in like that whole reconnecting. I've spent many a time sitting in the apartment when I could perfectly go out and like get coffee with a friend. Like Florida's very open. It's very warm. So the efforts are, are mutual. Like I need to make those efforts myself. But my other resolutions are um, to kind of start taking healthcare as it is a preventative stance like I've always been a type of person that does not go to the doctor until something hurts and I'm kind of getting to that age where you know like I kind of need to get a primary you know I need to consistently go to the gynecologist I need to hit up the dentist things like that where I've just like kind of stopped doing them for a very long time and I kind of think this is the perfect time to start it back up I think so, too. Wear sunscreen and see the dermatologist. Ugh, yes, please do. <laughs> Advice for our 20-year-old selves. Is that the episode we talked about preventative health care? <laughs> always goes we should, back. We should. Uh, yeah, we should do what we talk about. <laughs> yeah. We should do what we say. And my last resolution is, is kind of general, but it's something that I've kind of struggled with, which is to be doing... Uh, less of the things that I don't want to be doing. Um, I've always been kind of like a people pleaser and kind of gotten myself into doing things that I really wasn't that interested in and wasting time or, you know, being very overly supportive of somebody else's resolution to the point of, you know, signing myself up for things that I actually don't want for myself so that that person can achieve what they want. And that's probably going to be the biggest one I have to work on like for my own mental health it almost feels like an anti-resolution or a never resolution but I like it uh because I think we tend to think of things that we want to do and yeah that's a good exercise to think of things that you may want to do less of things that don't bring value or happiness or whatever to your life um yeah cutting them out is that's still gaining something. I think that's how that works. I'm not, math was not my strongest suit. <laughs> yeah, how I get there and how like my strategy comes about or if I come up with like a specific like, I think I listened to some something recently where they said, um, um, it's not wrong to say, please stop or something. You know, when somebody's very persistent on trying to get you on board with one of their ideas and you've said no, you know, there's nothing wrong with like coming up with a phrase that's like, this is the end. And I think there for me, and a lot of the types of people that I at least work with, I got to come up with a phrase like that, where it's just like, eh, here's the door, that's it. Well, I wish you good luck on coming up with this phrase. And 
uh, executing it. I know it's a tough thing to do. I probably should take this advice, but I feel like my resolutions for 2022 are filled up. So that might have to be a 2023 thought for me, but I'll be very curious to hear how it goes for you. Yes, me too. And I'll be curious to see how yours go. Thank you. So I want to shift a bit because we've now shared our personal resolutions, but you and I have a few resolutions for this podcast um, that we share together. Uh, So I thought maybe we could share some of those with the audience as well. Uh, I can start off by saying that I think we have a goal to publish an episode a week. Now, there might be a couple of times something comes up and that we may not be able to, to make that, but I think our goal is to make sure we are putting out an episode pretty much every Thursday. Yes, I think as long as we are consistent with trying to do that, then we'll achieve as often as we probably should be. Um, I know another one that we're trying to do is share a little bit more about our podcast. It's kind of, I don't want to say a secret, but it's not anything that we're putting on social media. I'm not necessarily like tapping people on the shoulder and, you know, giving the name to our podcast. But that, I think, is where I'm going to start. On my end, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, because I don't have social media, it is uh, verbally sharing with friends that I have. I have been hesitant to share because I have, and this probably goes back to the very first episode we did on imperfection. I have these fears, these fears of judgments, these fears of what people will think or what will they say and will it, will they think it's bad? Will they think it's, you know, whatever. And I don't necessarily think any of my friends would respond that way. I think this is all completely bullshit made up in my head. I think most of my friends are very supportive people who would be very excited to hear about this and hopefully would even tune in and listen to a couple of episodes. Even if they don't do that, though, I, I don't think anyone's going to shame me or make me feel bad about it, yet I still have this weird fear about sharing. Uh, and so I like to push pa- past that fear and share it with people and let them know that I've been doing this thing for, you know, tw- this is, I think, our 12th published episode. Yeah. So it's about time I maybe tell someone besides yeah, you. Yeah, and I share that fear with you a little bit of, you know, am I going to say something controversial that challenges somebody that I care about? and they take it personally or something like that but you know as we've both probably learned through therapy and speaking to each other like eh, it's really outside of my responsibility to make sure that I'm not hurting people with my just basic opinions and conversation absolutely I think we've both been very respectful of the, you know, what we put out there and, and understanding that people may not share our viewpoint. I know you and I align on a lot of our views. We don't align on everything. And even if we even if we did, I'd like to think at the end of the day, we are still presenting our opinions with dignity and respect and we're not, you know, coming at anyone. Yeah. And as far as also sharing for social media, I'm kind of uh open book at at this point because a lot of what i share is on instagram and it is very photo driven so i'm wondering if there will be inspirational photos that i see you know out when i'm taking photos that might link to something where it would connect or 
you know, sh sharing other, if we ever got other guests to participate on this, maybe their personal stories or, you know, other inspirational photos that would kind of bring us back to Prim and Prosper. Yes. And I think we do, which is, is kind of what you've alluded to. I think we want to maybe set up a social media yeah. account. And I'm looking at you because as the person, as a resident old person with no social media accounts, I may need a little help in that department. Uh, but I think, look, we've been recording and there's not a way for anyone who listens to us to really interact with us. And that's a shame because I think the best, I listen to a lot of podcasts and my favorite ones are ones that do kind of develop a community and there is a way to interact, whether that's, you know, an email set up where people can write in questions, which we might do, um, but also through social media accounts. Uh, and, and I feel like that is an area we're kind of lacking as a real way to connect with the people who listen to our show. Yes. And a hashtag will change the world. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I put my, my Instagram account on a, a public viewing or something and I put some like I think hashtag Florida and it was just like that changes things it gets eyes on it you know you connect with people you wouldn't think you would so we'll be hashtagging mm -hmm. it up I I am and the hashtag is the pound key right yes it used to be located on the phone um on the telephone or on the intercom <laughs> to enter a uh, apartment gate Yes. <laughs> yes. I am familiar. I understand now. Uh, so the last goal that I have for us with the podcast, well, I guess it's kind of a two-parter. I would like to, so I currently edit our episodes in GarageBand, and I only know the basics. I really don't know much. Our listeners can probably tell the editing is, you know, of average quality. So I would like to up my GarageBand game, maybe take some online courses and learn how to better edit in GarageBand. And with that, also add in some intro and outro music because we, we need some music. We yes, really do. Yes, I agree. Uh, a little intro at the very least would be something that's necessary. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that is... That's where I think we'd like to see this Prim and Prosper podcast go in 2022. Yeah, I think um, the more we know about podcasting, the better. So I'm ready to dive in now that we know, you know, how to save the episode. We've mastered that. You've posted. That <laughs> those was the were, hardest part Those are so pretty far. big for really us. So before we close out, what are your New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day plans? You know, for New Year's Eve, um, I'm going to be real. I can never stay up till midnight. Um, I'm not a big drinker, and it's also something that I'm trying to cut down on. So I'm just thinking of like doing a sunset or something and dinner with friends and happily getting into bed and waking up in a new year. That's pretty much it. How about you? something similar so my original plan was to go to bed early and wake up and walk to the lake so chicago lake michigan is to the east of chicago and i don't live too far from the lake it's not the ocean but it's a big lake and so when you see the sunrise um it's it's over the water right it's really pretty and i did this one year 
oh gosh, I don't know, it was probably eight years ago. I did it one New Year's and I went out and saw like the very first sunrise over the lake in Chicago. And it is one of my most memorable New Year's days. So that was kind of my plan to do this year. Then a friend wants to get a small little get together party all of a sudden for New Year's Eve. And so I'm thinking of stopping by just to socialize for a few, but I think I might head out before midnight and get to bed early so I can wake up and go do that sunrise because I don't know, I'm kind of excited to, uh, to see another sunrise again. Funny story though about my, the sunrise I did like eight years ago, I walk out to the lake and there's only two other sets of people. So there was one dude walking his dog. So clearly like doing his morning walk as usual. And then there were these three, probably 21, 22 year olds who clearly have been out all night drinking and are just hammered. But they're like, oh, the sun's rising. We should, which is like good on them. So it's literally me, the dude walking his dog and these three drunk 21, 22 year olds all along the lake. Uh, as far as the eye can see, it's it's just the five of us basically watching the suns, sunrise. That has to be kind of magical <laughs> just because of how big of a city it is and how many people are normally around that that's got to be like a very rare moment. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's actually a really good point. Usually when you go to the lake, even in the winter, you still see a decent amount of people. It's it's We're a huge city and the lake is one of the places that has a lot of greenery as well and people like to hang out along it it is one of the quieter moments you can find along the lake that and of course like horrendous blizzard weather but you know i'm not i'm not gonna venture out during a storm i i love that i'm gonna see a sunset on new year's eve and you're gonna see a sunrise on new year's day i know isn't that so oh we're just we're the best (laughs) send me a picture I will. And you do the same. It's the button on the phone has a circle. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a camera. (laughs) Don't you worry. I learned to take pictures so I could have 472 photos of Walter on hand at any given time. (laughs) True cat lady. Oh, well, Marinella. I hope you have a happy and safe new year and as well to all of our listeners and we'll catch you in 2022. Yes. See you there. Happy new year.